I wonder what's on the tube. Welcome back. Thank you for being a friend. What you talking about, Willis? You are a meathead. No soup for you. Adjust those bunny ears. But don't touch that dial. Because this is... Sitcom My Face. I'm Jay. I'm Nick. And this week we're talking about... Kids in the Hall. Death comes to town. But first... <laughs> Anything exciting in your week? Did you have a good Memorial Day, my friend? Uh, actually, a pretty um, laid-back Memorial Day. <laughs> yeah, I, I went to the uh, the flea market, because I'm that guy. <laughs> hey, no, 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 no problem in that. Hey... You're a four-color demon, and you know, you know Walt in the uh, flea market. I'm an I'm an entrepreneur. My <laughs> my little eBay store, my little Mercari store. Oh, links yeah, below. Yeah. No, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love going to the flea market, and there's one up here that's a pretty big one. They only do it, I think, five times a year. So oh, I got okay. Ass crack of dawn, and drove the hour to go to that. So that was fun. You didn't do much. Did you cook out or anything? Uh oh yeah, actually, the one day I uh, made a London broil, but yeah. Other than that, just kind of chilled. <laughs> N- needed the recharge. What makes it London? You like break your teeth on it? <laughs> uh, you don't brush for two days before you eat it. Exactly. Yeah, that, that, that's all. <laughs> yeah, you have it with the uh, spot of tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sent you the the clip because I thought it was so funny. The we talked about uh, living single last episode. Yep. And we talked about how um, Overton Overton was very much like uh, Ed Ed Norton from Honeymooners. Yep. And then I'm, I, I've watched almost the entire first season now, so that's almost oh, 27 damn, episodes. Nice. <laughs> I, I was doing some cleaning and rearranging for about a week there and watched a shit ton of Living Single. <laughs> but uh, that, all of a sudden I heard him, like, in the, it was in, the, in the background, I hear him doing an impression of Ed Norton. I was like, what the fuck was that? And I go back and I rewind it, <laughs> and they're literally sitting in front of the TV... Watching and the Honeymooners. <laughs> they're watching I Love Lucy, and she's like, let's watch the Honeymooners instead. And he goes, oh, yeah, my boy Norton. Yeah. Hey, Ruby. I was like, what the fuck? We were right. <laughs> I just sent it to you immediately. I was like, we called oh, it. Oh, yeah. That, 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 that was so great. <laughs> I wondered if you had seen that episode and just. Yeah, it's one of the ones I had seen w- w- way long ago, but I forgot about that. But it's like, just. What are the fucking odds? Yeah, it's just the fact of. You know, as part of Sit Got My Face, we've watched The Honeymooners, so it's like, hey, you know what? <laughs> Overton kind of is like a, a, a smart Ed. <laughs> that was a Burglar episode. That was a really good episode. It's in the first season. I think mm-hmm. it's just called The Burglar or something. But we also talked about uh, Overton, how we wanted to see him more. I guess he was in a serious accident that left him uh, oh. with some issues, and it was during the Hughleys. So he did have reconstructive surgery, but I think it did a toll on his body. Oh, that sucks. So I think that may have something to do with why we don't see him anymore. Okay, yeah, because I was I was wondering, like, again, he was my favorite character from that show, John Henton. Yeah, but he had to have reconstructive surgery on his face, and his his legs were, I think, both broken at one point. Damn. Oof. You know how I said I never knew T.C. Carson? You know he's huge into voice acting. He does a lot of video game voices. Oh. Including, he was the voice of um, Kratos in the God of War games. 
Oh, up cool. until the 2018 one. So he did like 15 God of War games. Like, well, I think there's like 10 in that series, and then the spinoffs, like where Kratos appears. Mm-hmm. But we we talked about how he was against Warner Brothers and the fact that they were promoting friends, friends. over mm-hmm. living single. Well, he had a beef with Sony, I guess, now too, because of the Kratos thing where they fired him because he was doing the voice, but somebody else was doing the motion capture and they oh. wanted to streamline it. So he oh. wasn't beefy enough to do the motion capture. So they fired right. him and the guy that they have do the mocap is also doing the voice. Oh, that sucks. Uh, we also lost another actor, Ray Liotta, passed away yes. this week. Yes, yes, Ray, Ray, Ray Liotta, uh, born in Newark, New Jersey, grew up in Union. Yeah, I was going to say, Jersey boy, that's, that's, your, oh, yeah. that's your stomping grounds over there. Did they say what it was? I don't remember seeing what it was when I looked. I didn't see. Like, I, I'm guessing I don't know if it's, it's been announced a heart yet. attack or something like that, but I, I haven't really seen anything since I think the announcement. I he was on death. location. I think he was doing a movie. I think he said he was out of in a hotel, was he, I think? That sucks. I always liked him. And uh, Same here. I, yep. uh, of course, played the hell out of Grand Theft Auto Vice City as a kid, so he was the voice in that. I was going to say, yes, you know, that, that was his other uh, big... Uh, Big claim to fame there. It's like that. Yeah, he he did a, a bunch of movies, but his most prominent ones were Goodfellas. Goodfellas, and, yeah. And uh, Field of I Dreams. loved Heartbreakers. Oh, Heartbreakers is a good one, too. With uh, uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt and Sigourney Weaver. Mm-hmm. But and the other one other big announcement I had was uh, we talked, we hinted at the Mayberry Man thing. Yes, yes, yes. I couldn't say it yet because they hadn't announced it last episode, but. You Mayberry have some news Man for us. <laughs> is strangely enough getting a sitcom kind of show. <laughs> Sweet. What are the odds? What are the odds? I, I worked on this movie. Uh, go listen to our Andy Griffith episode. Mm-hmm. It is very good, if I must say so myself. Uh, but we t- we discussed this movie, Mayberry Man, that is based on, loosely based on Mayberry and the Andy Griffith show, and kind of centers around these festivals or um, events they have every year. Yeah, like c- c- convention, so. like you know, j- just like Comic Con and yeah. you know, like uh, Gathering of the Juggalos, you have the, the Mayberry. Uh, you know, so they did a convention. movie based on a show, and now they're doing a show based on the movie based on the show. So, and they've asked me to <laughs> follow the logic, take part in some way, so. <laughs> or try. They they invited me back. I don't know what to what degree. I think I'm only in the movie for you know four scenes or something. But mm-hmm. hey, I'll take anything. I'm uh, I'm a hoe. So sweet. Looking forward Look to for, seeing you. Yeah, looking forward to doing Mayberry Man the series. It's called right now. Sweet, so. sweet, sweet. This could be for streaming. We don't know which one yet, but mm-hmm. well, look uh, forward well, to if, that. If, if people want to catch Mayberry Man now, I, I think it's is it still on uh, Prime? Yeah, it's uh, it's not free on Prime. It's available for purchase or rental okay. on Prime. Got it. And you can go to their website. I think it's just MayberryManMovie.com. Will lead you to the merchandise site. Or uh, they're doing weekly updates. They're actually live right now well, yeah. on their YouTube every week. So. <laughs> but but yeah. th- this week, Kids in the Hall, what, what what familiarity do you have with the Kids in the Hall before death comes to town? Kids in the Hall was a sketch comedy show that started in Canada in, what, mm-hmm. 1989? I think it was 89 to 95, I believe. Right. So this is a great opportunity because we probably won't cover the actual sketch show. So we're going to work a lot of that into here mm-hmm. as like a loophole. <laughs> yeah. And they were just talking about shit that no other show really talked about. And I didn't realize when I was watching it, you know, probably 15, 16 on Comedy Central, that this was something that originally aired on HBO. Yep. So I don't know if anything was cut out from the Comedy Central airings. 
because there I remember a lot of nudity and shit like that. They're like they're bare asses and stuff. They just right that that you don't and, really see in the afternoon screenings. <laughs> and 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 so, you know, on a couple of occasions, the vulgarity went a little higher mm-hmm. than you know, like your 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 shit. <laughs> Do you have any memories, like particular sketches of uh, Kids in the Hall that were like? Well, of course, I, just just the 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 tone in general was so wacky and fun. And I yeah. remember the, of course, everyone remembers the I'm squishing your head. I'm crushing your head. And you're crushing <laughs> you're, your head. You're yeah. you're nothing but brain juice. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that character. I just the drag thing was always pretty funny because it yep. was it was like they were so interestingly open and fluid, kind of about sexuality and. Of course, Definitely. one of the members was was very homosexual, so there was a lot of him. Yeah, Scott Thompson. Yeah. Yep, great. Um, I remember a lot of him almost taking it upon himself to sit down. You're the audience. You're the camera. And he's like, let's break down the word fag. And, like, just stuff you didn't see before yeah, that, that. It, at least it, for me. Yeah, it, it, like, the, the way things were presented was definitely a different way than what we were used to. I, well, I, I for think one, that's... you're shocked that they just said that word. Yeah. And then second, you're like, this is a gay man telling you his plight, mm-hmm. but not preaching to you, being no. fucking hysterical. Yeah. And uh, it was uh, fascinating to watch, you know? Yeah, like, th- there were some, like, you know, heavy things on, on occasion, but it was all presented in such a humorous fashion that it's like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, I dig it. I don't remember especially for a sketch show, any of them tackling stuff like that. God. That... Like, were there a lot of abortion sketches on SNL? That I... <laughs> no, not, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> like, stuff like that, you go, holy fuck. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, a couple of my favorite uh, sketches, though, were, uh, they were Bruce McCullough-centric. And I remember a sketch where it's a um, racquetball league. Oh, who's this next on playing? Like, they were doing a tournament? And it's like, who's Eradicator? <laughs> and it's Bruce McCullough in a uh, ski mask that has a skull and crossbones on it. And he just goes, Eradicator! <laughs> so just to basically cause fear in the other people that they don't even want to play him. But then Kevin McDonald winds up playing him and just like <laughs> beats the hell out of him. It's like, oh no, you did good. And he's like, Eradicator. I have the, I think it's the box out of the first two seasons on DVD, mm. but um, it's been a while since I really revisited it, and we were looking for it on Prime, but the fir- original series isn't on Prime. The new one is, I right. think, one of their movies, and then the, the series we watched. Yeah, the, 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 the movie is Brain Candy, and if you watch the beginning of the new season, there's a heavy uh, allusion to Brain Candy, but I'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> So I watched the documentary that's called Comedy Punks, I think it was. Yeah, Comedy Punks. It's a two-hour, one-hour-each, two-part documentary, kind of about from their early start to the end. And if if you are into, even if you're just into sketch comedy, it's a pretty fascinating documentary on just the way comedy works, especially for those kind of people, your second city people and stuff like that. Right. But I, I had not realized how closely related Kids in the Hall is to SNL. Like, Lorne Michaels had a huge hand yeah. in this show. Yeah, no, no, that, that was another Lorne Michaels show. <laughs> he he sent um, scouts Michael's up to, to Canada to look for people at Second City, and they said it just happened that their show had just kind of taken off on the stage, so they were on the front page of the paper at the time. Mm-hmm. So the, the same time the scouts come into the city, 
they're here for Second City and they see the paper and they go, well, I guess we got to go see these fuckers. You know, yeah, they're here. Yeah, basically, they were their own comedy troupe rather than, mm-hmm. you know, hitting a, say, Second City or what or the Groundlings or, you know, like any, any of them. Did you – one interesting thing I found was why they named it The Kids in the Hall. Did you ever – No. What, what's the uh, – Them being huge comedy fans, they were big fans of the Jack Benny program. Okay. And I guess back, way back in the – what was that, 50s probably, maybe 40s even? Mm-hmm. The radio show was probably the 40s, I would think. Yeah, radio show, I think, 40s. But, yeah, Jack Benny d- definitely was on TV as well. The show was so big that people wanting to be comedy writers would show up at the studio and they would hang out outside the the offices and try to sell jokes to Jack Benny Oh my god! And they began referring to them as, hey, those kids in the hall. Go get the kids in the hall and see if they got anything good for us tonight or whatever. <laughs> And these guys, being huge comedy fans, were like, "Let's be mm-hmm. about the kids in the hall." Oh, that, that, that nice uh, evolution of the name there. And Brian, <laughs> I think, was like, "I fucking hated it." <laughs> He's like, "I fucking hated that name. I thought it was the stupidest shit ever." But then it took off. So, but uh, yeah, it's like yeah. So the the kids in the hall for for those that also don't know them, that there are a couple of uh, the people there that you will recognize from other projects too, such as. Dave Foley. News Radio. Show News Radio. Yep. Uh, the kept... show that actually destroyed Kids in the Hall. <laughs> As you learn in that documentary, that they hated him so much. Oh, wow. That that's why they basically broke up, is because he went off to do this show on his own. Mm-hmm. Although two of them were scouted for SNL. Two of them went to SNL to write, and they were writers there for a year. And they didn't love it, and I think they were like, oh, we failed here, and they left. Yeah, I want to um, say so, actually, McKinney may have been on. Um, uh, what, what do you call it? He was a cast member later, I think. Yeah, after. later. Now, Ke- Kevin McDonald, you recognized him from another show. What was that? That '70s show. He's the pastor, Pastor Dave, or something. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was on. I don't know, maybe a handful of episodes. But whenever they'd go to the church or they'd need they'd need the pastor to talk to Eric, he would be the one that shows up. <laughs> Well, scrawny, curly-haired guy. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, yeah. So we got Dave Foley, Bruce McCullough, Kevin McDonald, Mark McKinney, and Scott Thompson. The, those were, you know, the kids in the Scott hall. Scott was the last one to join, they said. that They they had the four of them, and they, they said that we thought we were good, but there was something missing. And they said as soon as he came in, he was it. He was the glue that kind of... Oh, oh I, I, got and him. I can see that, too. Well, they said his energy was so crazy on stage that it amped them up and they had to keep up because mm-hmm. he'd come out and he'd steal all the laughs and they'd go, fuck you, bro. And then they'd pump <laughs> it up. You know, it was really funny in that doc to hear him talk about each other. Cause they mm-hmm. do talk like five brothers who are like, eh, fucking, he's a fucking asshole. That guy's a fucking douche. You know, <laughs> and he's a mouthy little prick. So he always wanted to have it his way. And then it cuts to the other one. And he's like, Oh, fuck that asshole. You know, I wanted this and he wanted that. And <laughs> it was kind of funny. Really, really interesting. But they worked together for fucking 30 years. So but yeah, I guess when he went when he went off to do news radio, it broke the whole group up. They all hated him. They because they had a tour, and he was like, "I'm doing this pilot. I don't give a fuck what you say." And then of course that show goes forever. Yeah, I think they didn't talk for a lot of years. I think it was what five, six years that news radio went. I want to say five. Yeah, I want to say five but, because again, like the, after the passing of uh, uh, Phil Hartman, Phil yeah, Hartman, it, it, they did. We'll get down. to news radio kids, but if you haven't seen it, definitely go check it out. Oh yeah, Phil Hartman was a brilliant on there and. Fortunately, that was his last show before he was Correct. killed by his yeah. own wife. 
and and then uh, also uh, like I, I always forget, but like back then also Stephen Root <laughs> was was on that mm-hmm. show, and, and another uh, c- c- comedy character that you'll recognize from many a place, you know, such as probably Office, office space. space the most. Yep. Yeah, and he was Bill on. He's the staple guy. Who's my stapler? In office yeah, space. Uh, M- and Milton. he's Bill from King of the Hill. Yep, <laughs> the voice of Bill. But um, get, get, getting to this, this this strange miniseries sitcom of a thing. I found this one day on Amazon Prime a couple weeks ago, and I started watching it. I was like, Kids in the Hall, 2010? What the fuck is this? Right. And according to the documentary, this was the first thing after they had all fucking hated Dave, and they didn't talk for years, and they all re- kind of rekindled slowly but surely. And they they said they started hanging out, and they were like, maybe we can maybe we can do something again. And Scott had been diagnosed with cancer and was dying basically at the time of this show. He didn't, he thought he was going to be dead. He is thankfully not dead. Correct. Um, but at the time of shooting this, he was going through crazy surgeries and chemo. And this was kind of his, I want to do one last thing with my boys. Yeah. A a last hurrah with, 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 so he is, um, he plays the coroner on this, this show and, He's he's bald, and that's for a very good reason. Uh, now we know. I didn't know that while watching it. Yeah, I didn't so. know that. And and also, not only that, he also plays Heather Weather, the the, the Weather Girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why don't, you, with a wig. why don't you give the premise? Why don't you yeah. give the whole premise of the show real quick, like a quick couple of lines? Of- okay, so we have we have Shuckton, Ontario, Canada. Uh, the, the, <laughs> small the, little the, town, Shuckton, small town, big heart. Yeah, sw- small town, big heart, and they're vying for the 2028 Olympics, and it gets rejected. And soon after, the mayor of Shuckton, Larry Bowman, who's also the uh, uh, the uh, coach of the uh, the hockey team, he's killed. So, and you have kind of a murder mystery, which is fun. Yes, you you have a murder mystery, but one of the other things uh, along with this is the embodiment of death. Of death, the Grim Reaper, is the Grim Reaper a himself, in the show comes and like, a ridiculous hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> yes, comes to town and stays at the Notel Motel. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm the one who told you to watch this, so I yes, kind of want to know well, your your thoughts on this and what you felt watching it. <laughs> I, I I have to say, I, I I was very pleased, you know, like to if you want to say be reintroduced to the kids in the hall humor, but coming from this weird angle of as you you, you were explaining it to me. Oh, it's basically they're playing most of the characters in this show. You know, there are it's some... an eight, it's an eight episode like mini series sitcom. Yep, where they play the entire cast basically, except for what maybe like four or five different characters. Yeah, there, there's a, there's a few characters. There's a kid, <laughs> Rampop. <laughs> He's a little witch boy. They use the word a lot. Retarded. Right. I, I, again. Again, one of those things where you go, there's some shit on this show where you just probably couldn't. They use they use the R word, they use the F word, the 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 gay one I mentioned earlier. Yep. They they do some trans jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Actually, also, on a on a few occasions, actually, it's like yeah, mm-hmm. ladies, gentlemen, and trans members of the community, and like they focus on one person. Well, I think one of the early episodes, if I remember right, too, they say something about trans and the camera like awkwardly moves to the mayor's wife, who's Dave Foley, and she's kind of looking around, almost implying that she is. Right. 
but they, uh, that's also her kid, so it's like, well, I don't know, whatever. Um, but you have Scott Thompson, um, one of the characters he plays is a Native American. Yeah, he, I, actually, let's let's say probably because it's a mystery, I would say let's leave the mystery, let them watch it, right? Yeah, Not spoil the final. Oh no, no, we'll, we'll, we we will go into the the final final, but. Right, and it's all on Prime, and it's from 2010. Now, I was curious: Did you find where this aired at all? Was this a Canadian show? It looks like it was aired on the CB, uh, CBC. C- CBC. Yep. Okay. Because I was like, "How the fuck did I not hear about this?" Because 2010, if I knew about a Kids in the Hall revival, I would have been all over that shit. Mm-hmm. Same here. Now, especially one with this premise. Mm-hmm. We have death that has come to town. He's got this little this little skeleton hand hangs around his neck. That's a, his cell phone type pager kind of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. And it, whenever it goes off, it's like you got work to do, bitch. And it'll be like you got to kill this person at this time. Yep. Uh, there's a character named Ricky who's this like fat boy. Oh, and uh, not, not, not fat, like like over six hundred pound. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. And former I, high school hockey star or something. Planted on the uh, the couch. He's so big he can't get off the couch when the show begins. Yeah, he's got he's got a pulley for everything. Like he wants a sandwich, and it's like pull this fucking thing, and the sandwich like slides down or whatever. And, and, you gotta and get he, my pants. Gotta get my pants on. He pulls the lever, and like the pants come out. <laughs> and and, and also, also, how much fucking work would it be to set all that up? You gotta get off that couch to do that. Yeah, yeah. So, so, or or somebody uh, it, it, like is good with those Rube Go- uh, Goldberg devices, and uh, <laughs> it's like yeah, comes by the house, sets up, and leaves. Later on in the series, we find out there's a, a connection between Death and Ricky, which is fucking hysterical. But through the whole show, you don't know why, but Death really wants fucking Ricky dead to where yes. Death, Death himself is standing outside Ricky's window going, I'm coming for you, fat boy! Yeah, yeah. Fat boy! And <laughs> Do, sending doing like him a little like dance. And... <laughs> sending him giant fucking pizzas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like seven Your pizzas. Your heart's gonna give up sooner or later, Ricky! <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. Choke on the cheese, fat boy! Oh man, yeah, there's so much going on in this show that... it's And it's only four hours, it's like all yeah. eight episodes is only four hours, it's a nice little... For me, it was it breezed right by, too. It's such oh, yeah, an easy it was, watch. It, it was... It's so... Easily digestible. <laughs> it's laugh, 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 laugh. Like there's not, there's not a minute that goes by that I wasn't almost belly laughing. Mm-hmm. And whether that was because it was actually hysterical or some, some things were like that was so fucking dumb that I'm gonna laugh anyway. Well, that that's the thing. It's a combination of like, oh my god, that was so well, you know, like done, and something. It's mm. like, oh god, that's so idiotic that you can't help but laugh. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so so Larry Bowman is is killed, and there there are many suspects. Uh, one of them being his his wife Marilyn, who, who for who, some reason gets to just become mayor. She inherits the mayorship in this small town. Yes, but, well, but this was one of the great <laughs> things. It's like he he gave like in the will or something. In, yeah. in the will, the best the best part was when the, you know the, the guy the probate or whatever is like uh, we have a video of well <laughs> uh, of Mayor Bowman re- reading the will. And you think it's like reading the will aloud. It's like, no, he's just reading the will. It's a video of him just like reading. Eh, okay, yeah. Mm, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, as part of the will, his wife becomes mayor. Rampop uh, get, gets his butterfly collection. Now, you want to explain <laughs> the interesting thing about Rampop and the butterflies? <laughs> he sees people... As butterflies, like animated butterflies, which this show does this brilliant thing because it's a there's a murder mystery thing. I gotta tell you, I've never seen a murder mystery 
told in this way where no. this boy witnesses a murder, but all he sees is two animated butterflies. <laughs> and one's beating the other one to death. And then it's thrown off a balcony. Oh, God, yeah, like, we haven't <laughs> even gotten to that one yet. We, we, and, but that one was so freaking hysterical. Oh I, I, I had to so, stop. <laughs> You're watching it, and that's their way of concealing who the murderer is, because you're seeing it as this little boy who sees just an animated butterfly. <laughs> so you still don't know who it is. It's Oh, it's so fucking funny. And I was like, I, I've definitely never seen that before. And, and, and the other great thing is the fact of, uh, again, the, the mayor is bequeathing his butterfly collection to ramp up, and... When he looks at that, it looks like <laughs> people it like in a in a glass container instead of the butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is the special the special boy. <laughs> yeah, and he basically speaks in like like ee ee big you know like like little beeps and beep, But he beeps. can speak telepathically to death. Yes. Himself. Yes, uh, death. <laughs> Actually, the first time I was really confused because at first, the first time they do that, I thought, I thought he called him dad. And same thing, I thought he said, "Did he say I like, dad?" I was like, "Oh, oh no, death, death, death." Okay, but he said he just the way he says death, it like condenses. I think the end there, so it sounds like dad. Mm-hmm. He's like death. And let's but. see who who else do we have on the the, the list of uh, crazy characters? We got we got Marnie, who is the delivery driver for the local pizza the parlor pizza place. And also, like, bestie to, uh, Ricky. To, to Ricky. Yeah. It, helps it, out with her, with his morbid, uh, morbid obesity. <laughs> it just brings him food and helps him with shit. You have the news team, which is pretty funny. Again, these are, remember, every time there's a woman, most of the time it's these men. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it's, yeah, Channel 9, breaking news. <laughs> you have, yeah, you have the news team. You have two women who are kind of, one's the main news girl and the other one is the weather girl kind of competing for that. Head with Heather Weather, you said was the yeah Heather Weather, weather was girl. the Weather Girl, and the other one was uh, Corinda Gablechuck. And then you have uh, Foley playing kind of the head of the on location news team who just doesn't give a fuck. He's just like exactly. I hate my job. Like, I hate all le- of you. Leave on. Do something. You have the camera slash like, boom no. guy who <laughs> who's Kevin who is having an affair with the newswoman. Yep, uh, and she ends uh, up becoming Shay. impregnated. <laughs> she ends up becoming pregnant. Mm-hmm. Again, you have abortion as like a subplot in this thing, which in multiple multiple ways, this yeah. abortion is a subplot. Uh, oh, but 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 uh, the great thing, what why why uh, she became uh, pregnant was what what did he use uh, when they went to the no tell motel t- <laughs> to have sex? He didn't have a condom, so he used what shower cap was it? Yes, a shower cap. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I thought that was what it was uh, for, eh? <laughs> I thought he's like, it's made of the same thing, ain't it? It's made of the same thing, ain't it? <laughs> this this show has got so much going. Like I said, it's got abortions. It's got necrophilia. We haven't even got to that yet. Oh the no, dead. And the town coroner, old Scott. There yes, fucking the dead man's corpse. Yeah, well, well for, for, did, it, for, did it insinuate that they had a history at all, or did he just like fall in love with them? Or he no, no, he he just fell in love with them because. Like at the end, like uh, it, it's insinuated. It's like, oh, like I guess that was just a one-way uh, <laughs> feeling there. <laughs> in the, oh my god! Yeah. So he, the coroner, takes the mayor's body and is like, yeah, he, he making out with it. He's giving it BJ's and yeah, uh, yeah, like, eventually, yeah, like he pours him a gla- uh, like a uh, a glass of brandy glass or whatever. Of, he's like the 
He's like, oh, you're so handsome. You need another drink? And he's just pouring him drinks and shit. Let me, let me top you off. <laughs> he takes his pants down and goes, oh, thank God for rigor mortis. You <laughs> go, oh, <laughs> what the fuck? Exactly. Or not where I expected that storyline to go at oh, all. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I love though when when they're burying the mayor. It's like, hey, the, the, this casket feels uh, kind of light. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you see the coroner oh, with, with the mayor because he he actually didn't per, uh, perform the autopsy either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's and the, there's another uh, the the Native American uh, Krim. It, Krim, yeah, is accused of the murder because they find him covered in blood. So he's on trial, which is another great episode or two of the court case mm-hmm. where you have all these different actors playing these different parts in the courtroom. And there's the running joke with the judge's gavel, which was just yeah, so fucking like someone stupid, keeps but it, stealing his gavel. So it's like, like someone stole my gavel. My, 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 so my first string gav- my gavel. This is my second string gavel. <laughs> yeah. So and, then the next day they're in court. Now the second string gavel is gone. He has a hammer. <laughs> and then the hammer, it like... His it, wife it, needs the hammer to his build His wife needs the hammer, so he's got a flute. <laughs> he's got a fucking flute he's hanging, banging on the thing with. He's like, order in the court! <laughs> so dumb, but so funny. Exactly. Uh, when the murder happens in the courtroom, they just continue having court, but they have it taped off with caution tape. And just yes. like a... Not even a chalk outline, but like a tape outline. A where tape outline the that, area. That, that goes over a couple of the seating areas. The, yeah, the, the, the seats in the court. Oh, my God. So. <laughs> oh, and, and then there was uh, Kevin McDonald as the uh, the, the, the uh, public defender with, with the cat buttonhole. <laughs> That's 32 <laughs> and just, just wants to die. <laughs> There's a suicidal cat who's like on life support who just wants to die. He says, the cat, mind you, says, I'm so old I learned to talk. <laughs> just kill me. And again, they have uh, Foley playing the cat nurse who's like a Mexican woman. So there's another like, yeah, and, probably and, couldn't do that. Anyway. Yeah, and, and the way he's talking, uh, yeah. he, 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 he um, want die. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like, no. Uh, she comes in and the she's like, "Look, he made a noose out of his IV cord. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to hang himself, and they're like, "Oh, how how silly!" He's like, "How silly he is." There's so much comedy gold in this show that we I don't think we could ever do it justice. I think no. you just have to no, it, just it, do it, yourself a favor when and, you're bored one day this. and just sit down and watch these eight episodes. They're they're only like 23 to 26 minutes apiece. Yeah, so so it's less than four hours. I love how. You're watching it, and you go, the Native American portrayal is a little racist. So they throw in the real Native American guy. Yeah. So like, maybe if, this, maybe if the audience thinks this guy's okay with it, they'll be okay with it. Where he's like, exactly. He goes, that guy's that guy's native. He looks pretty white to me. <laughs> like shit like that. Yeah, and and that's the whole thing. Also, that Krim, he says he's uh one sixteenth. Uh, 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 what is the uh, term that they use in Canada? First Nation. That that's what they uh. Yeah, because the because when he gets convicted, the the Indian guy, Native American guy, is like, "Oh no, my one sixteenth brother." <laughs> oh man, yeah. There's. Oh. Now, and, and, I'm, we, we, I'm glad that you appreciated it as much as I did. Cause oh I was, yeah, I was fucking rolling on this thing, <laughs> and 
there's not much like it, and it is interesting coming no. from a sketch background. I expected it to be more vignette but it is a whole-fledged story. Like, it's a pretty... It is. A very funny, big world little that they've built in this little show. Yes, yeah, so they, they've built this nice you know, world, the, the town of Shirkton, Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> that one line the cops have, women who have Calypso ringtones. He's like, those are the whores? Yeah. <laughs> women who have classical ringtones, those are the ones you marry? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid little Oh, my shit. God. And, 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 and those uh, police officers, yeah, that's uh, Bruce McCullough and Mark McKinney. Oh, my God, they're so freaking funny. And I believe that they also show up on the new season, too. The new season of Kids in the Hall. <laughs> Those two. Oh. Uh... <laughs> Do you remember what death does to the souls when they die? Yes. That's one of the other craziest things. <laughs> he, he, he first shop vacs them. Because <laughs> when they die, their soul comes out of them like in a smoke cloud, but then it he, kind of falls into a dust. Dust. Yeah. So he... What he does is he, he has this little shop back thing that he gathers the dust, then he lines it up and does and makes and does lines with their fucking soul. Fucking snorts their soul like it's cocaine, <laughs> and then he gets so he's like dancing around and shit. Like, well, what, oh, what yeah. does death wear? What does death wear in this show, Nick? <laughs> what the fuck is he? I, I, I don't I don't know how you describe it. <laughs> and he's got like a leather. Kind of like a leather vest with like leather thong almost. Like he's barely wearing yeah, his pants. Yeah, yeah, like with, through... with, the, with the, like a giant codpiece type of thing there. But right, and then like a big leather cape. But then he'll do like a snap, and he's wearing like a hoodie. Yeah, to try to like blend. In. Yeah, that, that, that's the great part. It's like it's like I don't know how much different really <laughs> going one to the other is really doing for you, dude. He's got no teeth except in the top, except for one one hanging buck, dude. <laughs> He's got a death's got a thing for fat girls in this show. No, no, no. Ch- ch- chubby redheads. Chub- oh, chubby redheads. <laughs> chubby right. redheads. And he his drink of choice is owl's blood. <laughs> yeah, he goes uh, to the bar and the guy goes, oh, you look kind of familiar. You used to come in here. He's like, yeah. And he goes, like, what was your drink? And he's like, owl's blood. And he goes, oh, I got some right here. Yeah. Well, for, first, he's going through all the different drinks. Like, no, <laughs> no, no. It's like, oh, what was it? It's like. Owl's blood. Hey, look, I got some right here. <laughs> oh man! And, yeah, and I, I I love when he 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 go goes home or you know, goes to the motel motel with those two uh, redheads. He stops at Ricky's and you know pees fire to to spill yeah. out die, and, <laughs> and the one girl goes to the other one. I'm not putting that in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> It was a, those are the ones he wakes up with, right? And yes. he shows them the phone screen. He's like, all right, get out. And they're like, oh, I never leave till my man makes me a poached egg. Hey. And he does this thing whenever someone's like going against him to like brainwash them almost. He shows them his little skull phone. His little, yeah, little it's like a screen. Skeleton hand phone. Yeah. And they always describe what they're seeing and it's always like horrible shit. So he exactly. said, what did they say when he showed him? And it's like, Something like the the pits of hell or something. Rather, it's like yeah. Oh, okay. So like later on, he shows it to the cops at one point, and the two cop. He one guy's like, "Oh my god, I'm seeing my own conception," and the other guy goes, "Mine's even worse. Worse. Mine's the day before my conception. It's my dad just jerking off." (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh god. Oh, and and we're we're missing a. Uh, an, an, another uh, character. 
being that you've mentioned the word, <laughs> Dave Foley is also Doc Porterhouse, who is. Yep. You, you want to say it? Oh, are we going to say abortionist? Yes, <laughs> exactly. Oh, okay. He's right. the town abortionist. <laughs> it's All like right. what? <laughs> but yes, and you know they, what is crazy is it was almost hard to keep track on, on who, of who's playing who in the show because they do feel so different. Yeah, no, no, they 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 played their characters well. So so, so well. You, you, it was actually a, a real difference between even if it's the same actor playing like in a scene with themselves type of thing. One of the women is uh, accused of being the murderer at one point, and the cameraman comes to the defense with this video, and he's like, <laughs> he goes, I have I have the alibi. I have proof that, that she's not the killer, and shows this video of her going, God, I wish she was dead. I fuck, I'd kill the shit out of her if I could. I fucking hate her. But, but she's saying it the with the timestamp. Time <laughs> the timestamp was the time of the murder, so they're like, this is the first time that someone saying they want to murder somebody is actually their alibi for not murdering somebody. <laughs> <laughs> because they were saying it at the time that the person was murdered. <laughs> so funny. So stupid and funny. Oh, the show is just full of jokes like that where you just they just they're they're almost some of them are so smart they just kind of roll over you. Yeah. And then some of them are so stupid that they slap you in the face and go, oh, "I forgot what I was watching." <laughs> The last two episodes, you learn a lot about connections and these characters and what's real and what's not and who did what. And I think those are very important to leave for people to give them that little final, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yes, I should have uh, made a, a power shake for the show. <laughs> Remember what a power shake is for the, the mayor's wife? Yeah, she, she's the new mayor. And she, she is like a raging full, alcoholic, full time alcoholic. <laughs> it's just. She goes, I'll take a power shake. And he goes, is that, is that still a quadruple martini? And she goes, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> Without spoilers, there's a very funny joke about being put to death by using your epilepsy. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. <laughs> it's like, um, what? <laughs> there's talk of an execution-themed theme park. Yes. Like, Which was funny because years ago there was a story about someone who designed a suicide coaster or like a euthanasia coaster. Oh my god! I never we talked heard about that, that on my old show. <laughs> Jeez! It was like the velo the velocity was such that your heart would like explode by the time you hit the bottom of this hill. Oh god! I I, I thought that <laughs> you were talking about that that movie. Uh, oh, what the hell is that one uh, with Dan Aykroyd? Uh, you know, the, no, nothing oh, but trouble. Nothing but trouble. Love that movie, actually. Yeah, yeah. With, with it's a uh, terrible with, movie, but I love it. Oh, oh yeah, it's, it's a horrible movie. But uh, what what is that, M Mr. Bone Ripper? Or, or <laughs> yeah, it's like Bone a roller coaster. You ride into this fucking thing. It's got like jagged yeah. metal teeth. Yep. And they'd ride into it, and then it would shoot your bones out at a bullseye. <laughs> like it just perfectly rips your skeletal structure right out of your body. Oh my god. So the show does have a cameo by the man in the towel, which. Is the producer of the movie of the movie the show the new show I think still but he, yeah yeah he's he actually shows here. up in the new show too so oh, okay yeah mm -hmm. he's he's their longtime producer I think he was even there um, in the documentary it showed him recording their early stage performances so now, he's been with them for a long time now question when recording their performances was he also wearing a towel at that time <laughs> no he was not <laughs> oh, okay. he was not. 
But he so, was on 14 episodes of the original show, and then he had that little cameo in here when they're at the ATM or whatever. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think we actually... Oh, no, wait. Hold on. Bruce McCullough. <laughs> Big City. <laughs> the uh, the prosecuting attorney <laughs> who, who has oh, his yeah. own... <laughs> who has his own, like, intro music. <laughs> yeah. He's this real flashy attorney who's just like, hey, everybody! And he, like, dances in, and everyone in the audience is, like, dancing. <laughs> he was a lot of Johnny Cochranisms in his... Yes. And and uh, I'm trying to remember who it was that he did a thing. It's like, he just went, like, <laughs> like He just, like, put his hand up, like, towards the one guy's face. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> I would say, even more than the sketch shows... I think this is a a brilliant introduction for new people. Like if you're if you're yes. kind of curious about the kids about, in the hall, <laughs> be, because this is a more structured, normalized style of a show. Mm-hmm. I think this would be a great way to introduce anyone to kids in the hall. And if if you like this style, you're probably gonna like their sketch shows yes. as well. Personally, if if you're if you're listening to this or you're watching this and you've never seen anything from them, I would highly recommend this show particular to start with. On Amazon Prime, it's called Kids in the Hall, Death Comes to Town. Don't don't get confused because there's 12 different things on there with Kids in the Hall on it. <laughs> right, and, yeah, but, and, including the new series. Yeah, like the like, new series. The new season of the, the new series. I think the movie is on there. The Brain Candy's on Brain there. Brain Candy as well. Which apparently was a horrible experience for all of them because that was when they all hated Dave. Mm-hmm. The whole group was falling apart at that point, and Dave was the outlier. He had this new show, News Radio, and they fucking hated him. And that was the point they finished the movie, and he goes, I'm out of the troupe. (laughs) He goes, I'm done forever. They actually had to sue. They sued Dave Foley to come do that movie. Damn. The other kids in the hall had to sue their friend because he was like, fuck you guys. He goes, fuck you guys. Like, you guys are, like, fucking me over. You don't want me to do this show. And he goes, well, I want to, he goes, make my part as small as possible. And they said, if you don't come do this movie, we will sue the shit out of you. And they, yes, they did. Yeah. And, so and, it, and, it, and, be... and it was like, uh, uh, highly criticized the movie. So yeah, I just, there's so much to love about this show. I think it's just, it's, it's such a unique and I'm glad they didn't keep going with it. I'm glad it's, oh, a yeah, no, yeah, I'm glad it was just like its own thing. This, this eight part. No, that's it. <laughs> it's a little standalone, little brilliant piece of comedy that I didn't know existed. Apparently it aired in Canada, and, and now it's on Amazon Prime. There is a DVD that I will track down. I will track the DVD down because I want it. Awesome. I want to own it. I want it on these shelves. <laughs> it needs to be here. As well as I guess I have to buy the DVDs for all the old sketch show because it's not streaming. I'm going to have to buy it. I know. that, that That's the thing that still annoys me that uh, only – Part of season two is streaming, and I think that's on. Is it on? Hulu? No, I don't think it's on Hulu. I think it's on Roku. Like so. Oh yeah, that was the other thing we learned in the documentary is that it was canceled by HBO after one season, which I didn't know. Lauren Michaels from SNL, mm-hmm. executive producer of SNL, who helped get the show on the air, fought for them. Basically, went in there. And was like, hey, th- this is gold. You need to continue with this. Do you remember how we talked about the mm-hmm. Ben Stiller show um, and how it was canceled? Mm-hmm. And then they won like won the award. best. Yeah. They won an Emmy or something for like outstanding comedy series or something after they were canceled. Yeah. Well, Kids in the Hall, after that one season, canceled. And they won a Cable Ace Award. Oh, okay. 
So that was one of the things that Lauren went in with. The HBO was like, you just canceled the show that's winning awards now? Like, are you out of your damn mind? So that helped to get the show back on the air as well. But um, weird, here's your here's your not-so-fun fact of the day that I learned about old Scott Thompson here. Oh, no. Not only did he survive cancer, mm-hmm. in 1975, he actually survived a school shooting. Oh, my God. Which, these days, is incredibly... Unfortunately, common. I was gonna say it's not it's not common up in Canada, <laughs> but exactly that's the weird thing. And the shooting, uh, the school was the Brampton Centennial Secondary School, and it was one sixteen-year-old. He killed uh, two people and injured thirteen, Ooh. and then he himself was killed. Okay, uh, but I guess he was acting out against the school board for he hated a teacher or two or something. I don't know, but yeah. So Scott talks about during the time they were making Death Comes to Town. He had just basically been told he was going to die from cancer because this cancer, I guess, is not something that most people survive, right. whatever one he had. Um, so he's like, my whole life, he, he said that the bullet that killed his teacher came from directly behind him. So he felt like it missed him oh just barely. Oh, my God. And Jeez. he talked about, like, that- they're all in tears talking about making this show because they thought it was going to be the last time they'd see their friend. Not yet. And he said that his entire life, he felt like that bullet was chasing him. And the moment he was diagnosed, it basically said, you're going to die. He goes, that bullet caught up with me. And he said that this was like the most emotional show or thing he had ever done. Because he goes, this is going to be it. This will be the last thing I do. And luckily, somehow, not only did he survive a school shooting, he survives this crazy cancer. And is still around talking about it. So that's. Oh, yeah. That's fucking phenomenal. And you know, you, unfortunately, we don't hear stories like that enough. That no. <laughs> usually it's got more yeah. depressing and morose and ugh. But no, I'm I'm glad that you know Scott survived. It's like it's horrible that that happened, especially way back then too, that you know, because it was such an uncommon thing back in those days. Yeah. You hear about it in America all the time now, but for Canada in 1975? Yeah. How fucking bizarre. So Condolences to everyone involved with the recent tragedy. Yeah, we won't go o- o- into Ovelda, yeah. much, but and and, and also we all know Buffalo. that yeah. terrible fucking things happen all the time. So it's nice that good news comes out of something once in a while. Correct. Um, I'm speaking of cancer, though. I'm excited to see Norm's new special on Netflix. Oh um, yeah, I'm excited for that too. Yeah, he recorded. This was what a year or two before Norm even died. Mm-hmm. He had recorded something in his own home, a comedy special in front of his computer. And he, he was going in for some sur- some routine surgery or something involving that though, I think. And I he think wasn't that's... sure if he was going to make it. Mm. Yeah. So he so, decided to make this. It's now being released on Netflix. So excellent. But I would highly recommend this show, highly recommend the documentary. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to soon be checking out the new sketch show that they yeah. have on Amazon. I, I've, I've watched the first two episodes and it's freaking hysterical. Although it's a it's a little shocking. Like, like how, let's see. Remember some of the things you were saying? Like, oh, like, oh, no restrictions again. No, no restrictions again. And it's not their behinds this time. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. No. No. <laughs> so prepare yourself. <laughs> no. Why? Why? You got anything else on Kids in the Hall or um, this show in particular? Like I said, uh, there's so much more to cover, but I don't. I think yeah, do, but, but without spoiling anything, mm-hmm. I think we can say that 
we're going to go way back uh, for the next episode. Way, way back. Amos and Andy. This is a show that I've literally just seen for the first time in the last two weeks or so. I've watched a few of them on YouTube. Um, I'm sure it's probably so old it's in public domain by now. But um, I was just kind of we've, – we've been kind of dabbling in the African-American shows, sitcoms and stuff. And I was kind of like, what was the first big one? And this was what came up. And I'd only heard about it, I think um, – well, I believe I it was a radio, radio show prog- first. It was yes. a radio program. Yep. And it was turned into a show, I think, in the early 50s is what these are from. Mm-hmm. And I don't. it's one of those where I don't know any of these people. So it's all fresh eyes. You know, a lot of sitcoms we'll, we'll visit and we'll go, I've never seen the show, but I know this person or I know this exactly. person. Exactly. You, you know from something else. I don't else. know any of these people. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then we're going to be rounding out. Um, we'll save the next show after that. For next episode, we'll discuss right. that a little. Further. But we're, we're, and we're almost gonna, to the end of season one, we'll say. Yeah, we're gonna wrap up our first season here and do a couple little fun surprises for you, uh, for the last two especially. So, Looking we thank you. To it. We thank you for joining us on this. I can't believe it's almost been a year already. I know. <laughs> Time flies. You can find Jay at uh, uh, twitch.tv slash bidwellfog. And you can find me at twitch.tv slash netnick191. You can, you can follow our Facebook page at facebook.com slash sitcommyface. We do have a Twitter account. We don't do much with it, but it is sitcommyface on Twitter. Right. Uh, my Twitter is bidwellfog. I, I, I tend to share all the episodes there, too. So if you're interested, you can follow me there. And well, we do we have an email. email. <laughs> yeah, sitcommyface at gmail.com. If you want to uh, throw us some recommendations for next season. Uh, yeah, what, what would you, you guys like to see? Uh, do you want to see some sequel series to the things we've maybe covered? Maybe hit some Phyllis or some Rhoda or some Fuller Yeah, House get some or, spinoffs and uh, yeah. or, or, some you know, Joey. Like, <laughs> oh, no, let's not go there. Uh, <laughs> no, you know, at some point we'll go there. You can, If you want more of my full frontal nudity, just you just got to say it. So Yep, yeah, you know, we're here to please. until next time we hope you will all sit calm my face. face